Good morning, Flagler County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the radio show connecting you to positivity here in our community. And we have a studio full of masterminds today. So good morning, everybody. Morning. 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 Good morning. Morning. <laughs> so we're kind of showing microphones because we got so many folks here. So uh, we've got Maria Delgado in the house. So Maria, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Uh, good morning, Danielle. Thank you for having us on. Uh, my name is Maria, and I am a New York City trained chef, and I teach children culinary classes, and I also do family events, and I also host private um, culinary classes and families' homes, and I decided to do this. So tell me a little bit about how you got started in the culinary field and, and what's your um, kind of field uh, My background is I am a certified uh, wellness coach, and I decided to go to culinary school to kind of like uh, complement my certification on that. And when I had my son, he was my first student in um, healthy eating. Uh, we raised chickens in our New York City backyard. Uh, we had kind of like a mini urban farm. And I just spiraled and continued going on, you know, into the culinary field. I ended up working in the industry. Um, I also done a couple of New York City food and wine events. Wow. Um, I've also, I have, you know, I, I did my externship with the celebrity chefs, working under them and being taught. But it was always that drawn, you know, children, you know, are the future. Children need to know and learn these life skills. So I decided to leave the industry and start doing culinary classes. And I started little by little. And now we're here. We've moved here four years ago from New York City. And I feel that, you know, there's a niche here that, you know, is needing for children to learn this important life skill. So we're going to talk about something else really amazing that you're working on. And it was a, a child children's business fair, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about uh, how did you come up with the concept? And uh, then at the end, and the second half of the show, we'll talk to the actual entrepreneurs. Uh, when I first moved here, I came with a bucket list. Right of things and events that I wanted to accomplish living here. Um, and I felt that uh, the landscape of Florida with the farms and the ranches and the summer all-around season would give me that opportunity. And I did a farm event uh, when Huckleberry Farms was open. I love those guys. Yeah, she was amazing. And then last year I did a family event at 2K Ranch. Um, so Carla was instrumental in collaborating with me in this crazy idea that I went to her and said, hey, by the way, you know, do you think that we'll be able? And she said, yeah, absolutely. So that became an amazing event. A lot of it was just put together last moment, but it was really welcomed with by the community and well attended. And then the entrepreneur, the kids entrepreneur event, I felt that they needed a platform. So not only through my students that, you know, for our conversations during our classes, but in seeing and, and, and listening to what they were saying about their friends, I said, you know, th these kids have a lot of other friends that, you know, make jewelry, you know, one has a lemonade stand, and I'm like, and there's not a platform for that. So that was on my bucket list, and since last year, I was like, okay, you know, come next year, I'm going to try to figure it, I'm going to try to put it together, and I... um I actually partner with Acton, which is an academy, it's a nonprofit organization out in Texas. Mm -hmm. And I had to pass through an application process, an interview, a background check, the whole nine yards, uh, to be able to 
have them say, okay, here's a toolkit and, you know, this is all you. We'll just provide you, you know, with the layout of how the business fair would go and then you take care of the rest. So I sponsored everything um, on my own. Uh, I had a realtor by the name of Donna Dorst here in Palm Coast that surprised the children with lunch and fruit for dessert. I was honored that council member um, Pontieri was able to uh, support the Children's Fair by coming out and, and being a judge. And also Daniela, which is the CEO of Danny's Party, so Parties by Danny, uh, she also jumped on board. But everything else was just myself and, and my small team. So I have to say I cover a lot of different events. Yours was probably the most well-attended and most attractive as far as layout um, of any of the youth events that we've had here. Thank you. We just don't see the the um, the buy-in, you know. And you guys, you had some really, really impressive young entrepreneurs out there. I was so fortunate, and I am grateful to the parents, right? So, you know, I put it out there, and if the parents don't have the belief in their child, right, they wouldn't have signed them up. And their children had to do an application. We had to review it because I didn't want doubles and triples, right? And the way that the layout and the way that I set up the tables was that I wanted everyone to have their own space. And I felt that, you know, my youngest was six years old, and she was like the cutest thing. Um, And I was hoping that she'd be here, but unfortunately, she was not able to make it. And when I saw her application, I was like, wow. And then I saw that she had an Instagram page, and I went on, and I was like, wow. So we had the ability to approve or not approve. And there were some applications that we were like, I'm sorry, you know, we're not able to approve you. But I was very fortunate enough that we had a wide variety of young entrepreneurs. It was really impressive. So do you think you'll do this again next year? Yeah, well, that's the hope, right? So, you know, this is our first annual here in Palm Coast. I am looking forward to next year, and I'm hoping that a lot of the local businesses that I reached out that unfortunately did not have the time to reach out to me um, will be able to come on board with me next year and sponsor And, you know, there were a lot of things that I wanted to do, but, you know, finances, you know, it's kind of tight. And when you're doing everything on your own and, you know, I I tried my very best, but I'm so very proud of all the kids and I'm proud of them. And I am grateful to the parents, you know, for taking (laughs) the time, you know, to helping them out as well because the parents were not involved. They had to conduct their own business on their own. They had to brand their own, you know, product and or services. And the parents had to just sit back and absorb, you know, they're mini mogul and business leader of the future. <laughs> I know. I actually had my, my daughter, Penelope, who's interning with me. She came home and she had a stack of business cards. And I was like, you're kidding me. And she was like, no. She's like, mom. And then she started saying, showing me all the interviews. And just, it was, she was enthusiastic about, you know, it's not always easy to get your child to do things that you want them <laughs> to do. And she was so excited about the the students or the kids and the things they had brought she just was like, oh, this is my favorite. And listen to this interview. And I was like, this is really incredible. So, I mean, you just – I think maybe perhaps um, you may not have gotten a lot of support from the community because these haven't been successful in the past. Um, and I think that when people see how, how successful it really was, you're going to have some support next year. Well, I believe that the community did come out to support the children. You know, we did have waves of, you know, community residents coming in and out. I think it's more of the sponsorship with the local businesses. Right. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm very honored that, you know, 
Donna Doors came out, and at the last minute, you know, I was telling her, you know, I wanted to do this, and I wanted to do that. And she goes, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> and I was, like, so honored, you know, because that, that was done, you know, without any expectation. And then full councilman Teresa Pontieri as well, too. I'm very grateful. She was so quick to respond to my email when I sent it out. She was the first one. She goes, I'm all in. What can I do to help? That's so awesome. I'm appreciative of her and of, you know, Danny from Parties by Danny. And she does a great job, too. Yeah. So next year, I want balloons everywhere. She'll make it happen. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hear from the stars of the show. We'll be right back. Celebrate Labor Day weekend with us at the Florida Cracker Ranch. Bring your campers, ATVs, and kids for three big days of family fun. Saturday night, the big beach party on Cracker Lake with live music by Big Engine. Enjoy the concert and barbecue floating around on the spring-fed lake with fireworks at dark. The Florida Cracker Ranch just off I-95 in US-1, Flagler County, in Favoretta, Florida. Hey, y'all, it's Swain Strickland. We'll see you at the Florida Cracker Ranch. Reserve your campsites now and get the discounted rate at FlaglerBroadcasting.com. Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should. Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Okay. I'm Joe Wright. Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family. 586-9039. I look forward to your call. 586-9039. So welcome back to Lifeline, you guys. We are here with some of the youngest entrepreneurs here in Flagler County. All right, so tell me your name and uh, tell me a little bit about your, your project, your business. My name is Sam Perez, and and my business name is Florida Warrior. When I moved here, I went to a hotel, and it was at Hilton Hotel, and there's a paracord lesson, and I actually got the paracord lesson, and so they... Paracord is a, a rope that is, like, colored, and you would have to do, like, a braid for it to make, like, a bra- for a bracelet. And they would do a regular braid, so they would go and use a flamethrower, and they would go and they would use it on one paracord, and then I got mine. And mine was red, white, and blue, nice. so... Then I had an idea of, like, making them. I was like, Mom, I want these bracelets. I, like, I want to make them. So we started, and then my mom was like, like, oh, do you want to do entrepreneur? And I was like, sure. So then we did entrepreneur, and then after that, we went and we, we, we did some of the paracord. So you went and got the materials to make it? Yes, we got the materials to make it. You really need is just paracord, a lighter, and scissors. That's it. Wow. So, yeah. How long does it take to make one? Uh, it makes at least, like, five minutes for me. That fast? Yeah, that fast for one. So, my mom and I were working together. So, we made at least, like, 50. So, for, like, so we had to get another shack. And I, like, filled that. They were ready to sell, so we sold, like, at, like, three business parts. Like, we got some money, like, and then I was, like, where, like, 
Like, what can I do with this money? Because, like, I've been saving my whole life. Like, since I was four, Wow. I would go and I would, like, lawnmower, like, like my dad's place. And then in a year, a year later, I counted my money and I got $70 from in a year. That's incredible. Work. How old are you now? I'm eight. So then, like, we sponsored a child. His name was Yasser. Tell and, me about that. That's fascinating. And he lives in Nicaragua. He's 10. And he, like, we, so we send out money from him. Yeah. Own, so, like, they're so poor that they don't even have a phone. So they don't have, like, like or a computer, like, to FaceTime. So the only thing that we had that was left was an a, a envelope. So they would write letters to me. And I would write letters back to them. So, so that's what really my business was about, to sponsor someone in the moment. And our motto is to, we're stronger together through Christ. And my business was about these bracelets being to help people that are, like, in, like, sadness or, like, in pain. So that, like, they can, like, know Jesus. That's so, really deep. Yes. So, and I noticed um, at the the expo, you mentioned that you you ten percent church. Yes. And then twenty percent goes to your friend. Yes, and 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 the rest for myself. So. That's amazing. So, are you investing back into your business and and purchasing more materials uh, well, from the proceeds, or are you working towards a, another goal? Well, like we were. Like, we bought so much that we still have spares. Oh, good. Though, like... So how did it make you feel to be able to participate in the business fair? Well, in the business fair, like, I felt good because, like, I was like, I finally did it. Like, I'm finally going to get money for, like, my... I'm going to get money. I'm going to get, like, I'm going to help someone. I'm going to, like, I'm going to have some money for myself. I'm going to have money for a church. I have money for my sponsor, so... That's really awesome. So who are you? Who did you bring with you today? Who else is here? Do you know these other entrepreneurs? Uh, like, yeah. I know Pete. So Pete, do you want to tell us about your business? Yeah. So my name is Pete, and from Pistol Pete's Detailing, I have an automotive detailing business. We are mobile. We service the Hammock, St. Augustine, Palm Coast, Ormond, Daytona, and other, like, surrounding areas. For farther areas and trips, we do charge a traveling fee. Um, it's only just to cover gas. When gas starts to get pricier, we were like, you know what? We got to like charge a little bit of like a small travel fee. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, my whole idea was me and my father, we ended up um, going to a dealership and he ended up picking up a new car, my parents. And we were washing it together because we ended up going to Walmart and picking up some car supplies. You know how they all have like really like fancy car supplies and stuff like that, all the wrapping and brands. Like McGuire's. <laughs> yeah, of course. Very big. Um, we ended up picking up some of those chemicals and we ended up washing the new car that, that my parents ended up purchasing. And I kind of fell in love because I was like, it's the before and after results. Um, that's just a, been a big thing for me. It's just the before and after. It, it could go from dirty to completely like showroom ready. And we use that a lot. Our motto is qu- quality over quantity. And we rather have really good work and do minimal clients than do so many clients and have really bad work. Um, reputation is definitely a big thing for us. Um, as a business, we've you know had hiccups. We also had, you know, little slow spots, but that's all in a business. You're going to have your slows, you're going to have your highs, you know, you're going to have hiccups, but that's all part of owning a business. Um, How long have you been doing this? Um, so I've been detailing for a couple of years now. 
Um, the business has been recently, you know, one to two years around there. So do you have re- repeat clientele? So we do have repeat clientele. Um, it's just mainly really spread out because it's it's not like a normal car wash. Um, detailing is completely different. Um, with detailing, you leave a longer lasting result. With car washes, you normally have a very temporary result because you don't really get all the dirt and grime that you normally find in those crevices. Um, with detailing, it's very, you take your time. You do a lot of work. It's extensive hours. People are like, oh, um, my car, you know, it's not that dirty. You go to a client's house and it's like trashed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. So it's going to take us four hours. And then, you know, I had to learn how to charge accordingly. You know, a lot of people confuse the two, but detailing is more of a professional um, type of, you know, niche that you have to master. Not really like I'm, I haven't mastered it. I have a lot to go. Yeah, but your materials, I, I took a look at your package. I mean, that was really professionally well done. Yeah, I've done I've done all the advertisement by myself. I did all the designing by myself. My mother actually, whenever I started with the idea, um, she ended up like, you know, getting some of my T-shirts and, you know, hats and stuff like that, you know, our business cards. And it was basically all like a draft. So I saw what could happen. All I needed to do was gain that experience and I could basically build on top of that. I started with absolutely like nothing in a sense because all of my money that I reinvested back into the business all came from either her friends or next door neighbors. I started, you know, washing, you know, cars nearby the areas and I started to just gain my hands on experience through there. And then whenever I felt like I was good enough to start doing it, I started to reach out to other people. I started to market my business and then we start to scale, you know, pretty nicely in like a nice amount of time. I got a really good, you know, rep, which is really good. It's really important. Um, the money part money comes and goes uh, we have an 80 percent um reinvesting back into the business an 80 20 split 20 percent profit takes into me and then 80 gets reinvested back into the business and plus paying um sometimes people that work with me wow um i have two buddies that do work with me on and off their names are jervis and dylan um definitely thanks to them you know they help speed up the process so what's your, what is your ultimate goal with the business ultimate goal is just to have an affordable you know a good quality service that people could rely on because a lot of people here in palm coast they don't really have a lot of reliable detailers because sometimes they don't show up on time sometimes they just you know skip on jobs sometimes they, they you know they do half jobs and they just kind of leave but us we we don't always like you know take a take a double look around we always ask the client if they see anything that we have missed because we are human we make mistakes we sometimes miss things that we know we don't see but we always double check and we always you know revise over our work we make sure that the vehicle is shiny and it's way better looking i always tell clients that you cannot expect a new car if the the condition isn't like a new car but we go definitely make it look better and it does we have before and afters we have a lot of facebook posts instagram posts we're also starting a YouTube channel, which is going to be creating content through there. Um, I definitely want to do like, you know, day in the life as a detailer just to make it just to make it fun for the audience. And um, also designing is really fun for me. Running ads, you know, marketing, you know, all that plays a big role in a business. Um, and it takes money to make money in a sense. But starting from the bottom is definitely something that everyone should do because people like they appreciate it more they appreciate the progress they appreciate everything that they've done for themselves and other people around them because it's just not only the whole that's the that's the price you pay sometimes we do give freebies you know we do things that we don't even tell them we just do it you know you're how old are you i'm 16 years old listening to you is like listening to a 25 year old who's been in business for like a decade you know i mean that's it's so incredible and responsible and the things that you put as a priority 
Yeah, we have our own website, business cards, QR code, et cetera. All our socials and links and stuff like that. Wow. He's taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, I also do. Pro- I also uh, take professional photography of our clients' vehicles that are also on our website, Instagram, Facebook. It's going to be on our YouTube pretty soon and stuff like that. So what do you think the number one mistake uh, young entrepreneurs make? Money. It's the, it's, it's the grind to money. I feel like people get lost because they see the dollar bills coming in and then they forget about their work ethic. They forget about the quality that they put out, so they just start to rush. And that's a lot of things that I've seen in Palm Coast. You know, because once they start seeing a little bit of money coming in, they're like, okay, I'm going to just start you know, doing half work for people and just forget about the whole motto of actually detailing because then their detailing business becomes a car wash. That is awesome. All right, so tell us who you are and what's your business. My name is Gabriela Guerrera, and my business is Serenity and Tranquility Handmade Jewelry. And so you're the one that does the personalized notes on the business cards. Yes. So we customize our bracelets, and we do take, like uh, he did, we do quality, and we focus more on our bracelets and our supplies that we have more than our actual money and it's for now it's not more about a profitable business it's more about profiting on people's peace wise that's like in our name um so yeah so i know that you know customer service seemed to be kind of a a big pillar for your business why is good customer service important to you that's kind of our motto for our business or like my my motive is to work on people's to not just think that every business is off of making money, but rather seeing their reaction and having enjoyable like reactions and having a good product that's not just like looks good, but it's not nice or, or like customized or anything or cheaply made just because they want to make the money or profit, like you said. So when you were invited or you were approved to be a part of the business fair, how did it make you feel? I was shocked at first. I was like, I can't believe this. And I read through the email so many times trying to reread through the rules, like take notes in my brain. And it was like overwhelming because we found out a bit like after it was a thought in our minds. But then after my mom was like, there's 10 days. Do you want to do this for sure? And I was like, of course. And I put way more commitment, which is one of my things that I like about this. It encourages small business owners or regular to move on and not just hang out with friends or whatever, or waste their summer or waste their days, but instead to focus on accomplishing things and being able to profit your business. So your business is going to go. It's not going to profit. It's not going to be a business. So what advice would each one of you give to um, somebody out there saying, I have this cool idea, but I just don't know if people would like it? It definitely takes commitment. It takes tries and over tries, and you're going to fail sometimes. Like some people were haters because they said $5 was overpriced, but I kept moving forward and then kept putting more answers of, and then I even wrote down on my thing and I put it on the state, on the table so that no one had to ask that question. I said, I put different things of why my bracelets were $5, like profit, how much I have of it, the color, the time, the effort, how many things I have of it, the price, the supplies, the amount. That takes a lot. It's not just like I have to put individually each bead on a string and takes a lot of patience like art. And when you mess up, I'm not one to let it go. I will stare at it and make sure I'm like, should I redo this? And it took half an hour already. Once I made half an I almost took, I think it was an hour trying to figure out the pattern of a bracelet. And that definitely took commitment off of me. And I didn't like it after putting majority, like three fourths of the bracelet together. And I took it all out and then redid it. And it took almost another hour, but I was like, I'm not going to make, like, what if you want to 
like put into I put myself into the position of a customer's point of view. Would you like to buy a bracelet that has one pattern off? Because it annoys me. So I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't buy something if it's like something that I won't like. So if even there's like one thing I can tell from the other business owners that they probably didn't put commitment into that. So quality and, and time is really what they're paying for. Yes. Your talent. How about for you? It's the same thing as me. Um, it takes a lot of effort. Be, always be consistent. No matter how slow, no matter how bad the day is, you're going to pull through. That's that's the main thing. Business is not going to be easy. you know. And me saying that, I'm still an amateur. I'm still a rookie. And I'm learning as I go. You know, I'm not a guru, nor am I someone that knows everything. But I can most definitely say throughout my journey that it's been tough. You know, not not when it comes to business, just been tough because I do a lot of the marketing, promoting, designing, and I do a lot of the scheduling all by myself. So I'm like a one man army. And I'm also servicing clients vehicles on my own, waking up early in the morning, going to their house, communicating with them. Customer communication is definitely number one, because if they have like an issue, you know, you always want to like kind of end it, then add conflict and then it becomes worse because one bad review could really destroy your rep. And reviews are definitely a big thing. That's the reason why the only thing we ask for is instead of a tip is a review because a word of mouth is way more than money because a review will stand and money will go no matter where. And that's just something that will always stick in my head. Um, a detailing business versus a car wash, you know, it, it's self-explanatory when it comes to those fields. But most definitely the advice that I will give to anyone that wants to start a business, no matter what field it is, is Always stay consistent and always put your effort in no matter how much money or no matter how hard it gets. That's awesome. Simple. So how about for you, Mr. Prez? Well, we, like, even though I want to go and, like, have fun, like, playing a game, like, you still have to work. Like, I'm not going to quit. Like, I don't want to quit because then, like, I can, like, never get better at doing my bracelets. So really, it you're talking off. work ethic, communication, so. and consistency, and make sure that you're pricing your, your product appropriately for your skill level. So my bracelets are two, five, and I also make bookmarks. Oh, wow. So, so I make them two. I think there are three because I buy the bookmark, really. I really just buy like the like paper for the bookmark. And then, like, I just, like, braid on it, so. Nice. And then I put a bead on it, and that's how it works. So, Maria, uh, if people want to find out more about any of these businesses, do you guys have it uh, somewhere on your Facebook or? Yes, so you guys could find me on Facebook, on Instagram. On Facebook, it is Culinary Wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, On Instagram, it's the same thing, Culinary Wellness NYC. I do have a website, which is also culinarywellness.nyc. Anyone could send me an inquiry form. An email could sign up on our email list, and uh, someone would definitely get back to you. Awesome. Well, thanks, you guys, for being here and sharing your stories. I think we're going to follow up and kind of see how you progress as the future future unfolds. It was definitely an honor. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors, Coastal Cloud, WNZF News Radio, Joe Wright, and the Quantum Family of Businesses, and also Flagler News Weekly. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>